It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. game tonight huge game playoff implications for the winner of tonight's duckies and huskies bowl game looking forward to that and all the games on saturday 615-844-5600 on twitter at bill is king and you can email the show bill is king seven at gmail.com two weeks out on commitments at the Omni Thursday night, Bill King's week, get together, meet and greet, all that, and then a five-hour show on Friday. So two weeks from today, we'll be doing a five-hour show. Not three, five-hour show, six till 11. That is historically the way we do it. We'll feed you, if you're there, at the Omni down in the main floor area at Bar Lines. Yeah, normally that place doesn't open up till noonish, 11, somewhere in there, but opens up before 6 o'clock on that Friday of Commitments. Guesting today, Coach Pete's with us. We've got Ole Miss Evie coming up top of Hour 2. Kevin Hagan, Hour 2. Brad Powers, all that gambling stuff. That is Hour Number three, back to commitments. When you go in and you click that link and let me know if you need the link, I've posted it numerous times. I'll keep posting it. And some of you have emailed me because you're not on social media, which is fine. I'll send it right back. Remember, it will initially tell you for whatever reason, no rooms available. That is not true. Just click again down below that on your dates, 14th, 15th, or if you're going to get in earlier, and it should show up, and you should get that good rate just for this event, which is 229. That's a rate you would never get at the Omni. Yep, 229 is a rate you would never, ever get at the Omni. But they've been very nice to us, and they always try and give us a special rate for the event. Coach Pete Cordelli with us on this Friday. Lots to talk about. Coach, good morning to you, sir. How you doing? 
Good morning, Bill. How are you? Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I just thought of this about five minutes before airtime. Florida State and Louisville, and that line is around Florida State minus one. Now, the reason is Florida State's backup, who is the starter, Tate Rodemaker, took a wicked hit in the Florida game concussion protocol, and there's lots of conjecture he might be a no-go for the ACC championship game, which would mean they're down to quarterback number three. Now, again, this is conjecture. I don't think anybody has officially stated that Tate, and I always say Rotomaker, Rotomaker is how you pronounce it, is out. We don't know that, but it's possible. We all saw that hit he took, and that was pretty rough. He was sliding and then took a couple of hits to the head. The next quarterback is Brock Glenn. And, Coach, he is a Memphis kid, Covington area kid. And I know you haven't lived down there in the last couple of years, but you lived down in Memphis forever. Did you ever see him or scout him, Brock Glenn? Yeah, I saw Brock from ninth grade on. Uh, he played for Kevin LeCastro at Lausanne, and Kevin does a really good job. Uh, and that Lausanne team was very good. Brock Lynn was committed to Ohio State, if you remember, Bill. Yeah. And uh, then he flipped to Florida State. Um, really good pocket presence. Uh, can throw the football. Has a quick release. He's accurate. Uh, but, again, if you're, uh, if you're getting your first start in college in the ACC championship game, you're going to need a little help, especially against that Louisville defense, which we saw – get after Notre Dame and, and really did some things with their defensive line with the uh, the stunts and the blitzes. And you know that defensive coordinators love going against the first-time quarterback because they're going to heat him up until, they, until that young man proves he can beat you uh, against the blitz. And so, um, no, I, this kid's a good quarterback. He just hasn't had enough reps right now in college. What is his comp or his skill set? Is he a dual threat guy? Yes. Yeah, he can run. Now he's more of a he's more of a pocket guy and, and delivers the ball. He's a rhythm thrower. You know the one two three hitch, let it go. Uh, but if things start to break down, he's got the wheels that can extend plays. And uh, again not having played much at all this season, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the offensive play call list will be for him. But when you have Keon Coleman, (laughs) you know, that's a pretty good target to go to. Yet I think Louisville will end up doubling him. So you've got to be able to check the ball down to your running back, your your tight end, and some screens will get involved in there, whether it's the tunnel, the tight end, middle screen, things like that. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how this kid performs. But he's got all the talent in the world. Pete, if you're Florida State, how are you playing this? Obviously, it does you no good to tip your hand as to the availability of Tate Rodemaker. What's your strategy between now and kickoff? Uh, They have to wait until our first offensive possession to see who we send out as the quarterback but we're not saying a word about it. You're exactly right. Why tip your hand? Now, if you're Louisville, you're preparing for both guys. 
Right. You know, so I'm sure they went back and they watched high school film. And, and you know, they've seen Rodemaker enough. So, But they're, they're preparing for two quarterbacks. Topwater assassin over in South Carolina. He's a Clemson guy. He said, ask Coach Pete about Clemson's turnaround. And he said specifically stopping the turnover bug that was hurting them and the games they were losing. Yeah, I think they <laughs> they gave uh, Klubnik a, a, enough things that he wasn't having to, having to go through so many progressions. And I think they gave him some easier throws. They, they dictated when the shot plays were in, when they wanted him to throw it deep. And, you know, again, number one in evaluating quarterbacks for me has always been decision-making. Number two is protecting the football. And the way a quarterback protects the football is not throwing it into coverage or making the risky throw. Uh, the sideline hasn't missed a throw all <laughs> in the history of the game. Get it out of bounds. Let's live to play another down. Or sometimes you got to take the sack. You know, don't keep running around losing ground, but protect the football. And I think Kate has done a better job of uh, in the – second half of the season of protecting the football more so than he did in the first half. Coach Pete Cordelli is with us. Coach, this is the time on the calendar where assistant coaches' decisions are being made. You've got players naming themselves publicly on social media as transfers You've got quarterbacks that are getting freed up. Wild time right now. And Notre Dame, whose offense was kind of up and down, and that's probably being a compliment, announced publicly that Chauncey Stuckey, their wide receiver coach, who's a very good recruiter, apparently they were not happy with them, Pete. No, I think he and Marcus had a little bit of a – Marcus Freeman, the head coach, had a falling out uh, towards the end of the year. Uh, you know, you talk about assistant coaches. Uh, Dabo just got rid of his offensive line coach at Clemson yesterday. So, you know hey, – Hey, Pete, he got, got rid of uh, Lemansky Hall, too. On yeah, defense. he did, and he and Lemansky were teammates at Alabama. So, but when you have a new coordinator, Bill, like Notre Dame did, Clemson does, Sometimes you don't G and haw, as they say, (laughs) down here in the South. And uh, I think the the Clemson move was more of uh, Coach Riley going to Dabo and saying, uh, you know what, I I need my own offensive guy in here. And that's helped Klubnik as well, or will help him. At Notre Dame, uh, Parker, the offensive coordinator. There was some discussion, Bill, that Notre Dame going into their open date was going to make a play-calling change, and there were some alums that wanted Marcus Freeman to get rid of Parker as the offensive coordinator. Right. Well, instead, I you know, there's always somebody when you don't perform well that ends up being let go and <laughs> – However you want to term it, scapegoat, whatever, I, I I don't like using that. But someone is let go to make the fan base look like, oh, yeah, we're, we're making changes to improve. 
where I truly believe in continuity. And unless you you just absolutely can't get it worked out, which is what I understand happened between Marcus Freeman and Chancey Stuckey, um, you know, sometimes it's, change is inevitable and you got to go on. So it'll be interesting to see who Marcus Freeman hires, but uh, getting Riley Leonard from Duke, which I, it's everything I hear, that's where he's going. If you don't have continuity in your coaching staff, and with and they, Notre Dame also lost a center and a, another offensive lineman along with a defensive lineman here in the last two days. So. There's going to be some changes on that entire offensive unit in South Bend going into next fall. Any questions for po- uh, Coach Pete, just post them right on social media. I'll get them. Get them right away. Coach Pete with us. Friday edition, hour number one. Not at the um, yeah, the December's when we have commitments. We don't do a double stop there. So back at the Wilco kiosk. Friday edition. Ole Miss Eve, the hour two. Kevin Hagan, hour two. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Wet driving conditions out here is going to send you out early and give yourself extra time. It's starting to pick up with a little bit of volume on 24 westbound. Coming out of Rutherford County, Murphy Sprawl, up through the Antioch area. It's also busy on I-40 as you come in through the Mount Juliet area, leaving Wilson County again. Extra travel time out here is definitely needed. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. You can order online this weekend at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. This important message is courtesy of Woods Equipment Company at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville, where they feel our area is a great place to live and raise a family. Call Woods Equipment Company at 615-256-5639. Princess Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, has everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Princess Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Princess Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Princess Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Princess is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolensville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. 
Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Princess Hot Chicken Tanker, Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch? Princess is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Princess tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken AFH at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derrick Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. He's got the exculpatory evidence on college sports. It's Bill King. Absolutely need to get to the SEC championship game. We'll do that literally in a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds. Coach Pete, just one more note. Riley Leonard... His skill set, give us that and how he fits at Notre Dame. is. Will they take advantage of his running ability? Well, most definitely. He's a better runner than Sam Hartman, and I think he is just as accurate, more accurate than Sam Hartman. Uh, it's unfortunate that Riley Leonard hurt, got hurt twice uh, this fall, or else I think Mike Elko and that Duke team would have won a few more ball games. Uh, but what a year Riley Leonard's had. Uh, I'm surprised Riley Leonard did not go with Mike Elko to Texas A&M. But, again, in today's world of NIL, you never know <laughs> what's, what's transpired. But Riley Leonard, uh, dual threat without question. But, Bill, in today's college game, and you know this as well as anyone, a quarterback has to make – an accurate throw under duress with consistency because of the different pressures that you get from the defense. Riley Leonard can do that. And if, it's, if nothing's there in the passing game, he can extend plays with his legs. He is definitely a, a dual-threat quarterback, which Notre Dame needs. Uh, he, 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 in my estimation, is more of an all-around quarterback than Sam Hartman was. And not that an inch or two matters, but he's six four. And can't run. You know, Bill, look, as many as many guys as you've seen, the guys that are always tough to evaluate on speed are the high cut guys, the guys with the long legs, because you don't understand how much ground they're covering until you, you run the film back or, or the tape back and you go, Oh my gosh. The stride length is unbelievable, and his foot revolution, foot turnover is amazing. And when you watch Riley Leonard run, he has track speed for a football player. He's not a track guy trying to play football. He is a true football player with track speed. Mike the Mad Dog, noon in Georgia. Get Coach Pete to talk about the SEC championship game. Go, Coach. Yeah, buddy. We <laughs> <laughs> Well, ever since SEC Media Days, we've been talking about this matchup, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> True. Uh, Alabama struggled, obviously. You know, the South Florida game keeps popping up. But you know what? He, in a 12-game schedule, you have games like that. Alabama overcame it. Uh, Georgia kind of lulled the, lulled people to sleep. They pulled the uh, Muhammad Ali rope-a-dope, you know, early on. And then all of a sudden, from the time Kentucky came into Athens, Georgia just turned it up to 11 and kept rolling. Um, two coaches that know each other better than anybody else in coaching, in Coach Saban and Coach Smart. Uh, now it comes down to who's going to make the big play. And uh, I can't believe Auburn rushed two on the last play of the game, but that's a whole other subject for a different time. Jalen Milrow does a great job of throwing the ball to the left corner pylon and letting the receiver go up and win the win the 50-50 ball. But um, I think a guy, Bill, that's been underrated all year is Carson Beck. I think he's done a tremendous job with this Georgia offense. And another guy who's underrated is Mike Bobo. You know, there's a lot of questions about after Coach Munkin left and went to Baltimore, what was going to happen with the offense. I think Mike Bobo's done an excellent job with this Georgia offense. Uh, we knew the defense was going to be good. I just have to believe that Kirby, Coach Smart, and the defensive guys at Georgia are going to have to find a way to take away Jalen Milrow's running ability. And whether it's a spy, even with a spy at 6'4", 220, this guy's tough to get to the ground. This game may come down to whoever has the ball last. Alabama's, you know, they were they were given up for dead on the, <laughs> with the way that game was unfolding in the fourth quarter, but the resiliency and that they show, and now knowing that if they win the SEC championship game, Alabama's probably going to the college football playoff. I, I just believe the winner of this game is going to the playoff. So, uh, coach, I is think this Georgia literally... will win. I think Georgia will win it. Okay, that's what I was getting to. But but dude on dude, is this pretty even? No, I think Georgia still has a few more dudes right now. Um, you know, Alabama, look, Caleb Downs is a true freshman at safety. That cat's playing like a senior. Oh, yeah. Um, and the offensive line, they, the Alabama offensive line is still struggling some. And that's the one thing. The Georgia front seven um, – I think they'll be able to take control of this game in the second half. And, uh, again, if the running back from Alabama, if his foot, even if he plays but he's not 100%, that hurts Alabama, and it makes them one-dimensional. And I believe Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, their number one philosophy on defense, stop the run, force teams to be one-dimensional. Well, that's easier said than done when you have a quarterback who, after Jaden Daniels at LSU, Jalen Milrose the second-best running quarterback in the, in the SEC, without question. And uh, you've got to find a way to get this guy to the ground. But I think Georgia will stop the run game. They'll get after Milrow. And um, I think Georgia ends up winning this by seven, maybe, maybe by ten. But it, it happens late. I don't think anybody's going to get a big lead early. Craig in North Augusta, South Carolina, said 
ask Coach Pete about Arkansas State quarterback Jalen Rayner. And obviously, Pete, you saw him up close many times, true freshman from the state of North Carolina. Do you think he makes himself available? Yes. Uh, Jalen Rayner yesterday was named as the uh, freshman of the year in the Sun Belt Conference. And uh, from his performance uh, from the third game on when he was inserted in the lineup by Butch Jones, I mean, this kid has been so impressive. I believe he's the true freshman. These all-American teams that are coming out, whether it's CBS 24-7, he is the true freshman all-American quarterback. Jalen Rayner is a big-time player. And as you know, Bill, when you're in a Power 5 situation and you have the NIL financial wherewithal to attract those guys, Arkansas State just can't compete with that kind of money. And I think you'll see Jalen Rayner after the bowl game. After the bowl game, probably go into the portal. He threw for about 2,300 yards as a true freshman, Pete. What is his comp? What is his skill set? Is he a dual threat guy? Oh, yeah. Big time dual threat. Bill, coming out of high school, he's from Kernersville High School in North Carolina, just outside of Greensboro. And uh, you talk about a guy now that can, has track speed playing football. This cat's been clocked at 4 3. And Army, Navy, and Air Force were the other three scholarship offers, or offers he had for college football. Butch Jones did an excellent job bringing him in. And, in fact, the first week that he played him, Butch, and you'll remember this, uh, Butch said that he and Keith Eckendorf, the offensive coordinator at Arkansas State, went back and watched watched film of Josh Dobbs when Dobbs was at Tennessee. And that's kind of some of the stuff that they incorporated in the offense for Jalen Rayner. But, Bill, the ball comes out of his hand quickly. He's got a, a tight release. And, I mean, it's he can spin it, and he's very, very accurate. He's accurate on the run, but when nothing's there, he creates. He does not take lost yardage plays. Um, his, future, his best football is still to come, but he did a tremendous job for Arkansas State this year. And uh, they had another player enter the portal, a kid from Whitehaven High School in Memphis. His name's Javante Mackey. He was the leading tackler for Arkansas State this year, and he's a redshirt sophomore. And Mackey's like 6'3 and a half, 210. He entered the portal. I, I think between he and Rayner, they'll both leave. Ags and Strohs on the Gulf Coast of Texas. Please ask Coach Pete about the Elko hire for the Aggies. And, Pete, I'll add a Part B to that. They apparently have decided, and I've, I like Connor Wegman when I've seen him play when he was healthy, but that's their guy, I guess. Yeah, remember, Mike Mike was there three years ago. Yeah. Uh, Mike Elko, a, 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 to me, he's a home run hire, and here's why. He is a no-nonsense guy that will instill discipline, but yet, He's got the mindset, if you follow this plan, we will win, and I will get you to the next level if you follow the plan. And look how quickly he turned around that Duke program. And some of those guys 
older guys on that roster at A&M, they remember Mike. You know, Bill, I I read this about Jimbo. I mean, when they played away games, they left on Thursday night. Why, have you ever heard of another college team leaving on Thursday night after practice, spending all day Friday, and then waiting around all day Saturday to play? I mean, I've had some buddies of mine in scouting tell me that kind of like the wild, wild west. Once those guys left the football complex or the football building at A&M, just like at Florida State, there was, I mean, it was chaos. So, Mike Elko, not only a great football coach, but he will run a program, and they'll be competitive this fall in 2024. Watch out for Texas A&M. And you know what? I, Connor Wegman will flourish under under Mike uh, under Mike Elko's coaching. Bunch of questions here. Tom in Myrtle Beach has Kirby ever beaten Saban in the SEC championship game? And the answer is a couple times no, not in that game. Right. I you know I think tomorrow they do it. Right. I George is on a mission. And you know as well as I do, what coaches say behind closed doors to their team never really gets public because the message is you have a chance to make history. And those players understand it. They know what's coming. But now those Georgia players, most of them were recruited by Alabama. And Alabama, the Alabama kids were recruited by Georgia. This is a lot like high school players. I don't mean to diminish the importance of it, but, you know, when you get to high school playoff games, all those kids know each other because they've competed against each other. Well, this is the same thing in college. All these guys, they grew up, most of them playing against each other. They've competed against each other. So these two teams are mirror images. I just think, like you said earlier, I think if you go by dudes, Georgia has more dudes right now than Alabama. But, the dudes have to play like dudes tomorrow to win. Rob in the 5-4-0, he's a big Hokie fan, Virginia Tech fan. Ask Coach is great on Brent Pry in year two at Virginia Tech. And any chance that Jamie Chadwell from Liberty takes the Mississippi State job? No, because Jeff Levy took the job. That job's not open anymore. But And I'll ask you about that one, too, what, what you think about that hire. But Brent Pry, year two at uh, – Blacksburg, Virginia, coach. Brent Pry did a great job. His staff did a great job. You know, Brent Pry, it was only a matter of time. And I, I've known Brent a long time. Known his dad. His dad's a longtime college football coach. And so, but Brent Pry's attention to detail is, is unbelievable. I mean, you talk about cross the T's, dot the I's. This guy is, is a ball coach. And uh, it does not surprise me, especially the way they, they, they got after Virginia knowing how big that rivalry is in the state of Virginia. But watch out for, for Virginia Tech in recruiting. I mean, he's Brent Pry is a relentless recruiter. But the job he did of getting this program turned around in his second year is tremendous. And uh, look for great things in Blacksburg uh, in the future. I, I, this is going to be a team that's wreck, it's going to be reckoned with. And... Um, you know, it's going to be fun to watch that program even get better and get back to the top of the ACC. Jeff Levy in Starkville. Again, 
this was a combination of the new AD coming from Oklahoma after Zach Arnett was moved up. And you know how those things go. When an AD comes in after a football coach is hired and it's not his guy, and Levy had a relationship with the AD, um, again, it's going to be how well Levy recruits because the system is going to be his father-in-law, Art Briles' system, the air raid, and, you know, they're going to be good, but with Will Rogers entering the portal, it'll be interesting to see who Levy gets as his quarterback for next year because that's that offense is based on that. The other thing is, as you well know, Bill, because you've done it all your life, you studied the talent in Mississippi. Oh, yeah. You can keep a bunch of those guys home and in Starkville, which Jackie Sherrill did, Dan Mullen did. Um, Levy's got a chance to make a run there. And I think it's a good hire. And again, the, the knowledge of the AD and the head coach working together, that was a huge plus for Levy getting that job. Bunch of questions to get to for Coach Pete. We've got until the top of the hour. I'll go ahead and tip you off on what we'll lead with when we come back. Should Ohio State reach into the portal for a quarterback? I'll ask Coach Pete. And all your questions right here. I'm looking at them. I'll get to them. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Starting to get a little bit heavy now on 24 westbound. Up through the Hickory Hollow area, up by Walden Road, up through Laverne and Smyrna, headed towards Nashville, out of Rutherford County. It's been busy out here already with a couple of accidents in their clearing stages. Please give yourself extra travel time out here. We've got a lot of rain that's moving through Middle Tennessee this morning, and that's definitely going to affect rush hour traffic. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online this weekend at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Bill King Show, more gravitating than the radio wave emission from a supermassive black hole. Call or text the show now at 615-844-5600. The Bill King Show. Coach Pete Cordelli with us. Coach, would you pursue a portal quarterback if you are the Buckeyes? Yes, without question. I mean, how... They look. They had Quinn Ewers, right? Then he leaves. Fields and Stroud were justifiably first-round draft picks, and their development in the NFL. Uh, Fields got to an organization that kind of held them back. Stroud's doing a great job, as we all know, but the drop-off in the quarterback production for Ohio State this year is significant. And um, I think if they had a better quarterback, they might have beaten Michigan. So, yes, you're always looking to improve, as you know, Bill, in recruiting over what you have. And the first position that starts with is quarterback, and I believe they got to go to the, to the portal. Sam Dog, Middle Georgia. Ask Coach his thoughts on the Georgia-Clemson rivalry. They open up next year with each other. I go back to that 1981 team. They used to play back then, 80-81, and they won back-to-back championships when Danny was there in 81 and Herschel in 80. But that one does not have historic year-after-year tradition, but, Coach, that's a heck of a rivalry regardless. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, those people (laughs) – we used to live to watch that game, Bill. I mean, it was so good, and um, it – I'm glad to see that it's back, but yeah, you bring up some great memories from the 80 season with coach Dooley and Herschel and then, uh, Danny Ford and the 81 Clemson team. So, uh, 
you're going to rekindle those old memories and old thoughts in a great way. But it's good to see both of them back playing each other. And um, I, I think it's going to be a heck of a game, especially to open the season. Coach, not only that, but they are, what, 70 miles from each other? They're oh, right yeah, there. and they recruit against each other like, you know, look, Dabo, 8-4, a little bit of a drop-off this year, but I know he's working hard to get that program back to the status that those Clemson fans and he expects. And to open with Georgia, wow, that's a great way to start. Robert in Roanoke, Virginia. Coach Pete, when will the Virginia Tony Elliott disaster end? You know, I I thought Virginia was playing better. Look, I, to overcome the tragedy that occurred a year ago, yeah, um, that's tough. That that one's tough. But I think next year, I believe Virginia will be improved. I, I sure do. Uh, I, I think Virginia will be better. And, uh, but again, you know, it's a results based industry and you got to produce. So let's see what happens next year. But I think Virginia gets much better next year. Allen in Tampa asked coach, why would Riley Leonard go to Notre Dame when they ruined Sam Hartman? That's a great question. <laughs> uh, but you know, <laughs> when, uh, when Notre Dame wants to compete in the NIL, they're hard to beat. Everybody talks about the, the Texas A&M money. Notre Dame's got a lot of money. Uh, I can promise you that. After being there for five years and seeing some of those folks that are involved in their NIL deal, uh, if Notre Dame wants somebody, uh, they're hard to beat. I just can't believe, though, that Riley Leonard would not go with Mike Elko to Texas A&M. But, again, Bill, you made a great point earlier. They believe Connor Wegman's their guy. So, but man, that's a great question, and uh, I don't know how well Riley Leonard's going to be developed at Notre. It's all about development of players, and I, I just there's a lot of question marks about how well this Notre Dame offensive staff can develop players. Coach Pete Cordelli is with us on this Friday edition. Lots of questions for him. Pete, if you're Ryan Day, and we've only got before the break, we'll let you finish after the break. And the only thing you hear is not that you're 40-0 against the rest of the league, but you can't beat Michigan. What do you do? You better find a, a few dudes to beat Michigan. Look, hey, when Bear Bryant was at Alabama, what got Charlie McClendon fired at LSU? He couldn't beat who? Bear Bryant. Bear. Guess what? <laughs> Ryan Day's running into the same problem, and now you got former players coming out and say this has to be over. If this happens next, if he loses to Michigan next year, I think it's over. Doesn't matter how many other games you win, it it does matter. It does. I, I'm sorry, but at some point you got to beat Michigan, your biggest rival, because you know next year is going to be a little bit of a misnomer in this deal because we're going to a 12 team playoff, and Ohio State, I gotta believe they're going to be in the 12 team playoff. But the problem is they're not the Big Ten champions, and um, those boosters. Those former players, 
that's what they're looking for. Because remember, at Ohio State, if you beat Michigan, you get a pair of gold pants on a chain to win. And not many of those have been given out in the last four years. So, uh, three years, excuse me. So, uh, next year is going to be a pivotal year for Coach Day. And, Coach, I I don't know what Harbaugh is going to do. I would think a pro job, if offered, would be tantalizing for him. Probably probably time to move on next couple of years, you would think, right? I think he's done, Bill. After after this year, he's going to the NFL. I I think there's too many things going on. We can talk about it after the break. But I believe uh, Michigan fans better enjoy Jim Harbaugh in these next two games. Coach, I want to come back. We'll talk about that, but we need to have you talk about the Duckies and the Huskies Pac-12 championship. (laughs) Winner gets to the playoffs. I think we know this. Coach Pete will address it when we continue. Good morning. Starting to get a little bit heavy now on 24 westbound. I'm through the Hickory Hollow area up by Walden Road. I'm through Laverne and Smyrna headed towards Nashville out of Rutherford County. It's been busy out here already with a couple of accidents in their clearing stages. Please give yourself extra travel time out here. We've got a lot of rain that's moving through Middle Tennessee this morning and that's definitely going to affect rush hour traffic. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online this weekend at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now, all good heat and air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by All Good Heat and Air, serving the community for five years. For all your HVAC home service plans, give the pros a call today at 931-575-7039. 931-575-7039. That's All Good Heat and Air. 
going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signings. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It's yeah. just the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show. Yeah, Coach Pete will be around for a while at commitments on the 14th, which is Thursday evening up in the luxury suite up top. Meet and greet. You can talk to Coach Pete. Talk some football with him. That's, as you can tell, kind of what he's wired to do, to say the least. Pete, tonight's out west, you've got UW undefeated, Duckies with one loss, and that's against Washington. Oregon is an astonishing 10-point favorite. Yeah, Bill, I, I think that what's happened here is that Washington struggled here last four or five games. Oregon, you know, has put up some big numbers. And remember, this is, a, uh, this is going to be uh, Bo Nix's last chance to influence Heisman voters, but remember, I hope Bo Nix doesn't revert back to his Auburn days in this game and tried to do too much, because if he does that, Washington's going to end up winning this thing. Bo Nix has to play within himself. Uh, I still like Washington. Uh, I think Kalen DeBoer and this team, they understand what's at stake. And uh, it's going to be a close game. I'm surprised at the line like you are. But I think the Washington defense will play better than what they have. And they're going to force Bo Nix into some turnovers. And I like Washington to win this uh, by three. Back to something you said right before the break. You don't think Harbaugh's coming back next year, sounded like. No, not at all. He's gone. Um, he's he's had enough of the NCAA trying to, you know, make him do what they want him to do, and he's he doesn't answer to anybody other than himself. So, uh, I believe this is it for Michigan. We have not heard anything about the long term mega contract that was supposedly on the table before the the scandal stuff. And I just think that when he decided or Michigan decided to not go forward with the lawsuit, because as you know, if they end up in court, there's going to be a lot of things made public. They don't, Michigan doesn't want public. Harbaugh doesn't want public. Um, all that is still out there. I think it's just easier that Jim tells Ward Manuel, uh, look, I, I'm, I'm out. And, um, so I, I believe Harbaugh will be in the National Football League uh, come January when all the changes are being made, or sooner. 
That's a really attractive job, though, right? I mean, very attractive. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. I mean, they they can recruit with anybody in the country, and obviously the stadium, the, the whole atmosphere. Yes, that's one of the best jobs in college football, without question. What does Tennessee do in their bowl game? Don't know yet. There's talk that maybe they play North Carolina in a bowl game. But regardless, do you play Milton and just honor him like they've done all year? Do you get Nico more reps? I think you play Milton some, but you get Nico more reps without question because now you have this tape to teach off of. The other thing is how many reps are you going to give Nico in bowl preparation because with those 15 days of practice, this is extra time for him to get in. But I think you'll see Milton start, play some, but I think Nico gets most of the reps in the in the bowl game, yes. Talk about how valuable, if you're going to a bowl game, wherever you're going, the time and practice you have, these extra reps you get, what kind of an advantage is that versus the teams not bowling? Well, it's an extra spring practice. You know, in spring practice you have 15 days, but you don't get to play an outside opponent. This is an extra spring practice, and now you get to go against outside competition in the bowl game. So it is huge because this gives you an opportunity to extend your player development of your young players. You know, when Coach Bowden was at Florida State, he didn't have the seniors come out until seven days before the game. He wanted this to be a developmental process. And he said, why would my seniors or older guys come out? I know what they've done for the last three, four, five years. This is a chance for these younger players to get better at what we're doing. I know at Notre Dame, Bill, when we went to a pro game, uh, that first week we went back and started over just like it was the beginning of camp. And those first five days were all fundamentals and techniques and working on our install. Uh, before we got to the game plan. So it is a huge, huge advantage for teams going to bowl games to develop young guys that have been on the roster. And some of those guys that still have a fourth game to play and not burn a redshirt year, this is a big, big time for development in these programs. I've heard situations, Pete, where these December practices, they find a freshman that they've had, but he does, and explode might not be the right term, but he starts showing in those reps, in those practices, what he can be. Yeah, and then the other thing is the early signees come in and they can go through bowl practice. They just can't play in the game. So now you're incorporating some of these these young guys. I mean, it is a huge evaluation process and a way for a guy to make progress heading into the new year and then when they come back for spring ball. Yeah, it's huge. Leave us with this. The number two ranked quarterback in America lives right here in the 615 George McIntyre. You've seen him. You've worked with him. You know his game. Anything new on his recruitment? No, not right now. I think he's waiting to see about all the coaching changes, but I'll tell you what, he's going to be a great addition and a great college football player. Hey, Phil, I, the next time we're on, I've got something about quarterback development that I think is holding back young quarterbacks that I'd really like to talk to you about. We will do it. We'll do it. See you next week, Coach. All right, buddy. Have a great weekend. There he is, Coach Pete Cordelli. So good. Almost easy, the angelic tones. Coming to these airwaves in about four minutes. Omni Nashville Hotel.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood.